time for The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Wednesday, April 27, 2016. We have a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have southeast winds, 10 to 15 knots, becoming west 5 to 10 in the afternoon, gusting to 20 knots. And today we'll talk about the new, bigger Panama Canal that is set to open this summer. But first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have four inbound vessels, we have three in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have five outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Star Luster. She's arriving from Vancouver, B.C. She's uh, headed for Vancouver, Washington, and she will pass Astoria around 2 a.m., arriving in Vancouver by around 8 a.m. The Jinsei Maru is arriving from Vancouver, British Columbia, headed for Vancouver, Washington. She's a car carrier with brand new Subarus on board. She'll be passing Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arriving in Vancouver around 7.30 this evening. And this ship gives me an opportunity to talk about something that I love to talk about on the ship report, which is the meaning of the word Maru. Maru is a Japanese word, and it is usually in the name of, uh, on the part of the name of vessels that are from Japan. Um, the word in general means um, a circle in, in, in many, on many levels, the, um, and it is related to maritime things in the sense that it represents the circle of a journey, the beauty and completeness of a circle, and so it represents many connotations that have to do with going to sea, the beauty of a ship, and the, the love and affection that mariners feel for their vessels. So that word maru is very special, and you do see it in the name of Japanese ships, and it means quite a lot about the culture of the maritime world. Uh, Our next inbounder is the Ardmore Chippewa. She's arriving from Los Angeles, headed for Vancouver. She's a petroleum tanker. She'll pass Astoria around 12.30 a.m. on Thursday, and you might see her in Vancouver by about 6.30 in the morning on Thursday. Then we have the Indra uh, Oldendorf. She's arriving from Japan, headed for Astoria's Anchorage, heading upriver eventually to pick up wheat. She will arrive in Astoria's Anchorage by about 1.30 a.m. on Thursday. In the Astoria Anchorage, we also have the Astra Perseus. She's headed for Kalama to pick up wheat. She'll leave the Anchorage around 1 a.m. and head uh, upriver and will arrive in Kalama by about 6 a.m. The Baltic Wasp is headed for Portland to pick up wheat at about 3 p.m. You might see her in Portland by about 9 p.m. The Global Heart is at the port of Astoria loading logs. In Outbounders, we have the Ionic Unicorn. She's leaving Longview with wheat, leaving around 3 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 6.30 a.m. The ATB Dublin Sea is leaving Portland carrying petroleum at about 9 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 3 p.m. The Global Endeavor is leaving Longview carrying logs, leaving around 2.30 p.m. and arriving, uh, or passing Astoria outbound, rather, at about 6 p.m. Uh, The ATB Sound Reliance is leaving Portland carrying petroleum at about 3 p.m. She will probably pass Astoria outbound around 9 p.m. And the Global Wisdom is leaving Portland at about 2.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m. Well, if you are a regular listener to the Ship Report, you may have heard me talk about the newer, bigger Panama Canal that's been under construction right next to the old one. It's designed to allow bigger ships to transit the canal and avoid the long, dangerous, and costly trip around the southern tip of South America through a very dangerous stretch of water north of Antarctica called Drake's Passage. Well, the new canal is set to open this summer, and the Canal Authority has already booked a full slate of reservations to allow the first ships through. The canal will open June 27th. 
Vessels entering the new canal are, that are too big for the old canal are being called Neo-Panamax vessels, which means they are over 966 feet in length and more than 107 feet wide. The old canal could take ships that were up to 106 feet wide and 738 feet long. You may have heard me refer to those when they come into the Columbia as Panamax vessels. The new canal will allow vessels to transit with a beam up to 160 feet wide and an overall length of 1,200 feet, and that is equivalent to a a container ship carrying around 12,000 TEU containers. The canal cost $5.3 billion to build and is two years behind schedule in opening. Some of the problems that slowed things down were cost overruns, contractor disputes, and cracks in the concrete in the new locks. By comparison, the original canal was started in 1881 by France and finished finally in 1914 by the United States. That's 33 years, so a little faster this time. It is is one of the largest and most difficult engineering projects ever undertaken in the world. Now, about 15,000 vessels transit the Panama Canal every year. The American Society of Civil Engineers has named the Panama Canal one of the seven wonders of the modern world. The Panama Canal system is actually two sets of locks with an artificial lake in the middle. Gatun Lake, as it's called, was created in 1913 with the damming of the Chagres River. At the time it was formed, Gatun Lake was the largest man-made lake in the world. The impassable rainforest around the lake has been the best defense of the Panama Canal. This was also one of the biggest obstacles to building it originally. Today, these areas remain practically unscathed by human interference and are one of the few accessible areas on Earth where various native Central American animal and plant species can be observed undisturbed in their natural habitat. World-famous Barrow, Colorado Island, which was established for scientific study when the lake was formed and is today operated by the Smithsonian Institution, is the largest island on Gatun Lake. Many of the most important groundbreaking scientific and biological discoveries of the tropical animal and plant kingdom originated here. Gatun Lake covers about 470 square kilometers, that's 180 square miles, a vast tropical ecological zone that is part of the Atlantic Forest Corridor. Ecotourism on the lake has become an industry for Panamanians. Gatun Lake also serves to provide the millions of gallons of water necessary to operate the Panama Canal locks each time a ship passes through, and it also provides drinking water for Panama City and Colon. Now, what does it cost a ship to go through the Panama Canal? It depends. Tolls for the canal are set by the Panama Canal Authority and are based on vessel type, vessel size, and the type of cargo it carries. But for smaller vessels under 50 feet, say if you wanted to take your private boat through, it would cost about $800 to take a trip through the Panama Canal. Information in this report uh, came from um, gcaptain.com and also Wikipedia. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. And have a great day. <laughs>